Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. Lighting the fire is very challenging in solopreneurship. A couple of weeks ago, I wasn't feeling it. I was exhausted and didn't have the energy to work, to do the things I needed to do to continue to propel my business forward. I think some of that feeling was attributed to the shitty rainy weather, but also because as solopreneurs, we go through these funks where we don't want to show up on Instagram stories or we don't want to do outreach or create content. So in the past, when I got into a space like this, I would get down on myself, feel guilty for being tired and not having the energy to work. And then I would force myself to power through. When I took this approach, the work I put out was just okay. It was never my best work. If I was recording a podcast and I wasn't really into it, you could hear it. None of that is good. I wasn't respecting my creative lull. I didn't even know I was supposed to have a creative lull. So let me explain. I've mentioned several times here on the podcast already, but I'm pretty into human design and understanding my energetic DNA. Basically, what makes me me and how I live and run my business in a way that feels 100% me and super aligned. Before understanding my design, I worked in a way that most solopreneurs are encouraged to, to grind, to work until it's done, to hustle every day to get clients, to basically create such an inhospitable work environment for yourself that it leads you to burnout. Yeah, that approach is like the exact opposite of what I've personally been created to do. Long work days not only makes me really tired, but then I need like three days to recover from a really strenuous day. Old Chell, or should I call her pre-woke Chell, would work through a project just because it had to get done, not because there was passion behind the project. And often, that lack of drive or passion was apparent on the other end. I was creating programs for a niche I wasn't super stoked about. I was excited about the topic I was educating on, but I always had this underlying feeling that it wouldn't be received on the other end. I was doing it because I was following a blueprint that should have worked. It worked for others, so why wasn't it working for me? It's because I wasn't aligned in my design and my message was falling on deaf ears because the niche I was speaking to could feel that inauthenticity. Side note, let's clarify here. My aim wasn't to be fake, but by not honoring my design and the lack of confidence in what I was doing, that energy could be felt on the other end and it translated to a lack of connection and no sales. So what changed? I took a huge step back, learned a shit ton about my human design with an amazing human design coach, Jen Allen. I'll be sure to link her in the show notes. And with that help, I gained a better understanding of my purpose and how I'm here to work with others. That gave me so much reaffirmation and clarity as to how I'm designed to be interacting with others. And with that shift in mindset and embodying what I was learning, I saw a shift in myself and, quote, showing up as my authentic self, quote, was so much easier because I was just speaking my truth. Holy shit. That was a game changer. Realizing my purpose, to bring community together, to inform about the things I have going on, and to open up a space for others to respond to it, to lead in a way that is inclusive and collaborative, and most importantly, to follow my heart. All of this to say, we go through ebbs and flows in business and life, Rather than judging yourself for these different periods, recognize when you're in it, reflect, respect, and don't try to change it. Lean into it. You're feeling a certain way for a reason. And rather than taking the typical go, go, go approach to get through it, slow the fuck down. Take some time to relax. 
It's going to be significantly more beneficial for your personal and business growth for you to chill when you need to chill and to honor those creative flows when they come. Wow. Okay. I didn't mean for this to be a micro masterclass, but again, I'm speaking from the heart and I wanted to share this with you today. If you're in a place where you want to do business differently and you're tired of following someone else's blueprint for success, and you want to be able to harness your energetic DNA, your uniqueness in a way that is supportive, then this may be a great opportunity to look into joining one of my mastermind sessions. We dive deep into your human design and then create a supportive environment for you to harness everything that makes you awesome and use that in your business so that it feels 100% you. I would love to chat with you, learn more about your superpowers, your uniqueness, your big scary goals for this quarter and for the rest of the year. And then if it's a good fit, we can find a mastermind slot that's going to work best for you your time, your business, and your growth. The link to schedule a chat with me is in the show notes, as well as the link to learn more about the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind. Okay, I've talked long enough. Let's pass the mic to today's guest, Tara Moran, a registered dietitian who focuses on lifestyle habits, sustainable wellness, hormone health, and functional lab testing to create personalized nutrition for her clients. Tara Moran, welcome to the show. Girl, I am stoked that you are here. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me all the way across the world. (laughs) Of course. Before we dive in and learn more about you, let's get through the three most important questions ever. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) All right. One, what is your bucket list travel destination? It's got to be Italy. I need to see the Amalfi Coast. (laughs) Girl, it's worth it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I understand that. We did that two years ago and... It feels like you're in a painting. If oh my gosh, I can't. Yeah, it's magical. And is okay. it pretty close to you? Like how easy um, is it for you guys to get there? It'd be like a maybe a 15, 16, 17 hour drive, maybe more. Okay, okay, drive <laughs> <Yeah>. at least. <laughs> yeah, a flight from here to Rome, maybe like two, three hours. Okay, and then another mm-hmm. drive down to the coast. Yeah. All right. Not yeah. terrible. <laughs> Not terrible. <laughs> all right. Question number two. What is your favorite food of all time? Sushi. Hands down. Mm. Sushi is my favorite. Nice. Favorite fish? Like favorite cut? Salmon or tuna. They're both okay. like every time we go, they're both ordered. Fair. All right. And then the most important question, I think. Coffee or cocktails? That's tough. But I think if I had to come down to it, it would have to be coffee. Okay. Do you like it any certain way? I have to have cream. So um, lately my favorite's been, well, actually probably for the past year, (laughs) the coconut almond creamer from Trader Joe's is my go-to every day. It's delightful. (laughs) I miss Trader Joe's. Okay. (laughs) I can't imagine. Yeah, it's, it's been sad. All right. Well, now that we know everything about you, let's dive into a little bit more about your story as an RD and kind of how you've gotten to where you're at now. You, I'm not going to spoil it for them, but you do a bunch of different things and I would love to know more. Continue. Yes. So I'm all over the place and I actually didn't even originally go to school to be a dietitian. It fell into place a little bit after. So I'll make this story short, but, um, I went to school wanting to be a speech pathologist, which I ended up, it was kind of like a high school dream, et cetera, et cetera. And then I got into it and got into the internship and literally graduated and everything. I was like, 
actually, this is not for me, which <laughs> I know is actually pretty common for people. So that was a relief to find out after. Yeah. But <clears throat> so when I didn't know what to do, I kind of brainstormed on ideas and my significant other was like, you love nutrition. Why don't you just try basic courses? So I went into that and my first class immediately I fell in love. I'm like, yes, this is for me. I loved my teacher. She made me, I'm like, yes, I want in. I want in. <laughs> so then I started taking more courses, ended up getting my second degree, bachelor's in nutrition, and then cool. went on to the master's. And then, so I'll actually rewind of why I was always into nutrition. Um, my grandma was actually a director of nutrition services when she was younger, like in the eighties, she had her own oh, wow. cooking show and taught people how to do like <laughs> lifestyle tips and cooking and all of that. So to this day, she still cooks. That's kind of what I miss most about living on the East coast is Aww. her <laughs> bread and soup drop-offs weekly, basically. Mm. Oh that sounds um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So my family was always into nutrition growing up. So that's kind of why I guess it carried over. And then I was an athlete growing up. Well, kind of an athlete cheerleading and then swimming and then you're yeah. an athlete so, yes <laughs> so, semi so uh once I got into nutrition and then got into my master's even I learned how to properly I guess use food as fuel and more than fuel as well yeah. um and yeah so that's where I am today and now I work in a skilled nursing home a hospital and nutrition time which is my coaching business so damn girl that yes. I've, rds wear so many freaking hats i feel like j like just saying that like as a as an industry we are severely overpaid or underpaid overpaid yes. i wish man no we are yeah, severely overpaid. underpaid <laughs> <laughs> i mean I think it's awesome that you're in three different areas getting a ton of experience in three different areas but i'm sure it's also exhausting Yes, it is. Uh, it does kind of make the weeks go by fast, but at the end of the week, I'm like, whoa, what even happened? Where, where am I going to pick up on Monday? But yeah, so it is interesting. Of course, it's not the long-term goal, but it is nice to get the experience from all the places for now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you opened your business, is my understanding, about six months ago, as per the recording, almost a year ago, if you're, if you guys are listening to this now, what was the, like, what was the driving factor to start your side hustle slash coaching business slash, I guess, private practice dream job? <laughs> yeah. So I guess I've always wanted to help people in my own way and using my own approach. So then I started looking into different ways. I started seeing things more on social media of people offering coaching service or like helping dietitians become nutrition coaches and all of that. So yeah. that was awesome. And that kind of led me into it when I started seeing more being reached out to by other RDs wanting to coach. So, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't think I can be a clinical or skilled nursing home dietitian for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's Fair. just very to the book policies, etc. So yeah. I thought it would be cool to start my own business. And once I did and I started seeing clients, I was hooked. This is for me. I definitely want to do this. So that's how, how it kind of went. So did you end up using a coach to launch your own business? 
So I used, which I think is pretty popular now, it's called Dietitian Nutrition Coaching Certification. It's run by Tony Stevens. A lot of dietitians that I'm friends with on social media have used him. So I used him to start off with, and then I have actually furthered into a course called Leveraging Labs, which is led by another dietitian who teaches you all about functional labs, functional nutrition. So that has helped me as well. And then I am a member of Dietitian Success Center. Yes, I have. Krista's awesome. Yes. So (laughs) she's awesome. I just use the monthly membership. I don't, I didn't get the single coaching, but yeah, she's super helpful and it's awesome to be a part of that group and just get feedback from other dietitians whenever, which is great. So I would, I feel like this has come up in the last couple of episodes, but I would love your take on, do you feel like having coaching early on was beneficial? And do you think that you could have done it or like you would be where you are right now without it? So I think it did help me structure how it should go, Mm -hmm. but I think I definitely rushed into it. Like I just, I took the first thing that I saw and went into it. Whereas now it's like, I could have taken a step back and probably been more strategic with it. Okay. Um, So I think it did help for sure. Not regretting it, but I could have done it in a different way. For sure. I, I feel like, so I had a coach early on as well and it just wasn't a good, I didn't vibe with him as, as I should have. And like now that's, that's the first thing that I look for. Like, would I have drinks with this person? If so, (laughs) then yes, then I can work with them. (laughs) That's a great way to look at it. I know I talk a lot about collaboration, but how do we actually start collaborating and what are the benefits? I feel like a lot of the times it's either something that you do inherently or that you have to kind of step outside of your comfort zone to do. And if it doesn't come naturally, how do you even start collaborating? That's exactly the reason I created a micro masterclass for you. The Amplify Your Impact micro masterclass focuses on helping you gain valuable exposure and resources through RD Collabs. I break down seven simple ways to start collaborating with fellow RDs, as well as the benefits for both you and that fellow RD. I also added in a bonus masterclass. That is an exclusive masterclass for downloading this micro masterclass that goes into even more depth about the benefits of collaboration and harnessing your superpowers so that you can collaborate and find collaborative partners that you vibe with and know exactly the best ways to collaborate together. The link for the micro masterclass is in the show notes. (laughs) Cause you have yeah. to have conversations and like be open with people, you know? So like, I feel like if you are working with a coach, whether it be early on or you're trying to level up in your business or like pivot in some way, shape or form, you have to like, you have, I don't want to say necessarily be friends with them, but you have to vibe with them in some way. Right. To like yes. make those next moves. That's cool. very smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken five and a half years and a lot of money. So yeah, exactly. That's what I think it comes down to in the end is like, wow, we've spent a lot of money on this, but we always grow yearly. Definitely. So. so what brought you into the functional lab side of things? I feel like that's not necessarily something that dietitians often have a hand in, except except for in like the hospital setting when they're like, oh, your EGFR is a little bit low. You know? Yeah. So I actually, becoming a dietitian, I always was interested in labs, but of course in the hospital settings and uh, skilled nursing settings, we only use like the chunk of the kidney and the lipid panels. So yeah, 
when I saw that this course is being offered, you literally go into every single lab, like labs that are wow. kind of ignored in the hospital. Well, not, not ignored, but not really focused on that actually have a huge part of why you may be feeling this way or having these signs or symptoms. So I thought yeah. it was really cool that this course literally goes into every single lab on every single panel. And you also learn wow. about the gut testing and the hormone testing and the hair mineral testing. So oh, wow. I found all of that really valuable, even though I may not use it all now, I always have resources to go back later and use it on any clients that may need it. Definitely. Is that something that you'd want to pursue, maybe like niche down a little bit more and pursue from more of a functional approach? Yeah. So once we did the hormone testing classes, I really kind of fell in love with that. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I kind of relate to that in the sense of having hormone issues growing up and then even throughout my adult life. So I kind of want to focus more on that now and help women and possibly men with that because men, uh, men can also get the hormone testing, which I think is pretty cool. That is not, of course, using every single of the same parameters, like totally women are obviously different, but it's cool <laughs> that you can do both. So I definitely want to start to niche down a little bit more in that sense, which I'm still kind of figuring out. I don't know exactly what yet. (laughs) Girl, it's totally fine. I feel like, okay, I'm going to kvetch a little bit, but I feel like everyone's like, you got to niche down right away. This is how you're going to find your thing. Like, dude, things change. Like our interests change, you know, like you probably didn't know about this last year when you first started and like, you really, I mean, if you're just exploring it now, you probably don't know how it's going to integrate into your practice just yet. So I really appreciate that truthful answer that you're like, I love this, but I just don't know. And that's okay. (laughs) That is something that I was so intimidated by at first when I started doing all the coaching stuff. I felt like all the coaches on Instagram or Facebook or whatever were just like, you have to niche down. You only can do this. And then they're like, you can't do all of this because then you're talking to no one. If you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. I'm like, this is so confusing. I'm just going to go with the flow, figure it out as I go. (laughs) Yeah. From personal experience, I've changed my niche three or four times over the past five years. And like now I finally feel like I have it, but it took a long time to like, I don't know, to play around with it and like figure out who would be most responsive. I think that that's also really important too. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome though. Congrats on finding that. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like five years isn't very long, but when you're in the thick of it, damn, it's hard. And I'm sure as you grow, you'll continue to like feel that as well. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's what comes with entrepreneurship. Just act with punches. So is there anything in the nutrition world or in the business world that you would want to share with other RDs that you've learned thus far along the way that you think would be valuable for them? So I think all of us are probably guilty of this kind of falling off the wagon in a way of sometimes we might not feel motivated to do certain things, maybe even post, maybe even just we go through phases. So it's just important to kind of keep up and know that You still have a lot of potential, even if you don't feel as creative some weeks or months, but it's important to just keep going little by little. Are there any tips that you have 
that work for you to kind of keep that momentum going? When I really don't feel like creating, which I'm also guilty of doing this, not making the big content calendar for the month, which all the coaches say to do too. They're like, plan yep. <laughs> out the entire month. No, I maybe plan out a couple days ahead, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it's just important to, even if you feel creative, say that you don't have a certain day to plan your content and you make something like, for example, you make this awesome sandwich in the kitchen and you want to share it with the world, but it's not on your content for the week. I say just save it in your drafts because that's kind of what I do. I just make things, make posts, come up with yeah. random things and just keep it in my drafts. And then I'm like, okay, I don't have anything for today. So I'm just going to post this. So I guess that was a big tip, but basically create as you go. Is that a creep? When good you feel like it? the creative wave. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Girl, 100%. Yes. <laughs> hundred percent. I, today, in fact, I was not feeling any kind of work, any kind of Instagram. And then I was like scrolling through some reels and I was like, Oh, inspired by this music. Let's do a seven second reel really quick. Obviously a seven second reel does not take seven seconds. It takes like 30 minutes, Yeah, but it was great. (laughs) I know it's, it is something reels, but it's, it's cool to get the traction from it. Yeah, definitely. And I think it gives us a different outlet to explain our messaging as well, right? Like in the past, I think of like old school RDs in hospitals, like just in the cafeteria with like a table and some pamphlets, right? Like that's the old school RD. That's what we did during our internship. So like, I'm sure they still do it. But I feel like we just have so many different platforms now to be able to inform people correctly that it's exhausting to keep doing it, but it's so important to get the yeah. message out there in a way that's truthful and even fun. Cause why not? I agree. Definitely. <laughs> so you mentioned like doing videos of making food. How important is cooking for you and for working with your clients? Yes, that is definitely very important. I actually didn't even learn how to cook, even though my family was huge cooking, nutrition, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really learn how to cook until college, like freshman year. Well, I mean, I knew how to cook basic stuff, eggs and spaghetti and whatnot, but by college and then I'm alone in the dorms and you have a microwave (laughs) and then you have to eat in the cafeteria. So I kind of started to figure out how to cook then, I mean, in the microwave there, but then like the following year when we actually had kitchens just experimenting with little things and kind of being inspired by nearby restaurants or Pinterest was my best friend. And I still love Pinterest so much because it has great, simple ideas if you need that. Yeah. So I I started from there, just basic of the basic. And then of course, as I've grown, I just put random flavors together that I think taste good and then everything tastes good. But when it comes to <laughs> clients, I want them to be able to find balance. So of course, incorporating lots of veggies, um, proteins that are going to keep them full, totally. Um, whole grains that are going to also keep them full, have fiber, have all the vitamins and everything. So I teach the balance plate method in my yeah. practice. And I always encourage them to, even if it's basic, already cooked proteins if that's what they're having issues with then do that like I'm guilty of that lately going to the store (laughs) getting like already prepared turkey patties throwing them on the pan and making a meal out of that it's quick 
It's yeah. easy. I get it. That's what people want. Like when people I think are overwhelmed or say they don't like to cook, it's because it takes too long, right? They want yeah. quick, easy. They want it to be delicious. And a lot of the times people are getting that from fast food because it's quick, it's easy, it's tasty or like pre-made items or eating out. So if yeah. we can make that simple for them at home, girl, a hundred percent on board with that. So I love that you're able to do that for your clients as well. Just knowing that they can get already prepared stuff at the store, just throwing it on the pan. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. So I would love to know, how do you like to collab with fellow RDs in the interweb space? <laughs> yeah. So lately, and actually kind of since I started my own business and I love to do podcasts like this. This is awesome. (laughs) Also doing lives, which I, I like lives, but I also think that there's other ways to collaborate as well. So, I mean, I know I've seen people do like the takeovers, which is cool. I've never done those. Um, just any posts and live things together, I think are really cool. Sweet. Uh, are there any like any specific niches that you would love to collab with in the near future? So I think now that I'm starting to get into the hormone health space, I think doing some collaborations with another like-minded dietitian in that sense would be awesome. Cool. Just I'm hearing PCOS RDs out there, hit her up. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Thyroid health, any of that stuff. There so. you go. Cool. Awesome. Well, it has been a pleasure. Where can fellow RDs find you? So I have Instagram, of course. It's nutrition time underscore with Tara. And then I have a LinkedIn, actually, that I do connect with a lot of other wellness professionals. And then um, so that's also just nutrition time. The company page is that cool. or my name, Tara Moran. And then I have a Facebook group, which has all sorts of people, clients, family and friends, other dietitians. So all over the place, but (laughs) that's where you can find me. (laughs) Sweet. Well, Tara, it has been a pleasure and I hope you had fun. I thought this was super fun. Hope you guys had fun too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Of course. All right, guys, until next time. Ciao. This chat with Tara was such a great reminder and perfect example that we're not always on as business owners and it's okay. When we are, harness it. Create content for the days when you're not. Let's go over a quick recap. One, yes, totally get a business coach when you're first starting out. But also, take your time to find the right one. Don't just rush into it. Two, keep going little by little. If you don't feel creative some weeks or some months, it's okay. Three, for the days when you're not feeling super creative, take a photo of what you've made or something you've done, save it in your drafts, And now you have content that you can use in the future. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this has inspired you to connect and collab with fellow RDs. We have so much that we can learn from each other and share. So I encourage you to connect with a fellow RD this week. If you guys love the show, I would love it if you could review the podcast. The best place to do that is on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is go back to the main page of the show, scroll down, you'll see stars, give it a five-star review. And then if you want to, you can also leave comments about the show. I would really appreciate it. All of the links from today's show are in the show notes and I'm sending you all of the good vibes. 
As you guys may know, I record this podcast in bulk. So my next recording for season two is coming up. And if you would love to be a guest on the show, please feel free to reach out. The link for the guest request form is in the show notes.